Hi, friends, and thanks for joining us for another episode of See You Next Tuesday podcast. Today, we sit down and chat with Dana Garcia Atkinson, a menstrual cycle awareness coach aligning the shifts of our cycle with the moon's energetic pull and more. She believes cycle awareness can heal us and bring us back home to our divine feminine power. So I'm Barb. I haven't met you yet, but LJ's told me all about you and what you were thinking about doing, and now you're launching. So we're very excited to chat with you today. Awesome. I'm super excited too. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm way ahead of myself here, but it's just a conversation and I'm so excited that you're interested in it. So totally. I I tell everybody and everyone's like, Ooh, I need to know more. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, she's just starting out. Yeah. And, um, and that's, I think that's probably part of what's intimidating about it. Right. Because where we are here, it's still so, it's not really, you haven't heard much about it yet. I think we're quite behind Mm-hmm. Um, yes. very behind actually, because in other parts of the world, like this is almost becoming common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like there's, it's just an explosion of, which is amazing. An explosion of women really taking up this torch of this movement and it's just gaining so much traction, but here in the West, in the North, it's like, we're just still so Oh, that's woo-woo stuff. <laughs> I totally know what you mean. Wait, first of all, so I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Right. Is it Dana or Dana? It's Dana. I go by Dana. Yeah. Um, pretty sure my parents initially meant for it to be Dana, but <laughs> I prefer it as Dana. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I even went as far as changing the spelling of it in high school to be like very clear. This is how I would like you to say my name. <laughs> And the woo-woo stuff that we're going to be chatting about today is, I know it's around the menstrual cycle. Yes, it's menstrual cycle awareness. Yes. And I was totally going to agree with you that we're very slow behind, kind of under a rock here, because I went to see a pelvic floor therapist in 2016, and that was my first time seeing a pelvic floor therapist after three kids. I need to go to one. So that's funny. You're the (laughs) second person in three days who has mentioned it. And I'm like, the universe is telling me that I cannot wait any longer. Yes. But even with her, she was just showing me like we were working on the different muscles inside the pelvic area, which I had honestly no idea that were there. Some were tight or strained or some I could exercise to make it strong again. And I had no clue. We have no clue. That's what she said. She agreed. The doctor. When I I first learned about this work, there's, there was a range of emotions, right? But a very common pattern is the first thing was anger and sadness and grief as to why, why don't we know this? Like, I'm getting goosebumps saying that because I really just had such an intense emotional reaction when I first learned about it. It's like, why did it take, I'm, I'm 40, I'm 40 now. So I started this work about, I want to say two and a half years ago. I'm like, why has it taken this long? Why have I suffered so much? And why 
is this information so hard to find? Right? Like it, there's been such a massive disconnection between from our bodies, from the wisdom of our bodies, from the wisdom of the feminine and the divine feminine, because, oh my God, that's woo woo. Did you just say divine feminine? Like what the hell? Right? And why is that? So why does that? It's interesting to me why that kind of topic brings up such reactions in people. Mm-hmm. And when I say people, I include myself in that, by the mm-hmm. way, like, right. It's, it's sad. Honestly, I think it is really the, like, and I hate to always go back to this, but it is the patriarchy. <laughs> I just hate going back to it because it's such a like trending word. Right also, now. Right. The patriarchy, uh, not of color. <laughs> What's that? Sorry, Barb. <laughs> the pa- what she's trying to say is the white man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like, and how do I? <laughs> and talk about it being sensitive for me, right? Like I'm married to a white man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, it, yeah. It's not, but it's not an individual thing. It's a societal thing. Yeah. Even bigger than that. Um, yeah. And then it's been ingrained. I feel like in generations of you just what happens in a woman's body, we don't talk about. For sure. And like, heaven forbid you say that anything is wrong with you because that's a, that's a no-no. Like, like oh, oh, don't yeah. let my kid hear that, right? So. Um, do you, I, I'm going to bring, do you watch Outlander? Do no. either of you watch Outlander? No. No. Okay, so Outlander I just, there's so many little bits and pieces from that show that I've picked up on that I'm like, I really resonated with because the, the, the protagonist, the protagonist in the show, she is this, she's a healer, mm. right? And it's based in the, well, she's a time traveler, but it's based in the, in 18th century, 18th century. And, you know, I, so the, my point in this is saying that a long time ago, women were accepted and revered for those abilities that we were able to that we were spiritual divine channels and herbs and natural remedies and all of those things were revered and then what happened where it completely and then it was like oh you're a witch yes I was going to say that and they were burned at the stake but if you look back at any ancestral history for most countries it's usually like the women women were the leaders or women were the healers or you know like like a lot of the gods and goddesses and like in the mythical world were all they were female right and they were strong fierce female and so um it's funny that like it's taken a turn and like heaven forbid we talk about anything about and so I think this menstrual positivity movement is um I don't want to say it's the beginning of but it's it's a huge part of that those tides turning again mm-hmm. the tides are turning and it's again this like rise of the feminine because mm-hmm. Because we need it. <laughs> yeah. The world needs it. Yeah. And humans need it, right? So, anyways, 
I get, get so sidetracked. I could talk on and on about that. Stuff. I love it. So how do you, there's no, what school is it? For, there's no school for this. So how yeah. do you learn things and build things and put it together or. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, it's a very good question. Barb. Um, so what led me to this work? First of all, it was like my own rabbit hole. I was thinking about this. I'm like, I feel like I should probably talk about that. It was my own personal experience and um, not no, not having any information to guide me. So I have had three kids after my third child was born. Um, I think it took eight months or more than eight months for my period to come back. When it came back, it came back with a vengeance and it was super, super heavy. But more so than the physical symptoms, I had really, really... Um, really awful emotional PMS symptoms. And it, it was so, it became so recurrent every month, almost on the dot, same kind of pattern of really dark thoughts. And really it was negatively impacting my marriage and my relationships. Cause I could not figure it out. I was like, am I going crazy? Like, I feel like I'm going crazy. And what the hell is wrong with me? That by the way, is one of my biggest motivators because to be able to help one woman from going from what the hell is wrong with me? Am I crazy to a place of understanding? Actually, you're not crazy. There's a reason you're thinking those things and feeling those things. That is the biggest, one of the biggest motivators for me. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm smiling because I totally relate. I do. I do have this pattern where I'm very angry at my husband, like today. (laughs) Not just at your husband, but at life. More so, my husband gets the brunt of it. The husbands do get the brunt of it. You know, but then, and I'll catch myself only at the end of it. Like five days later, I'll be like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> when I've calmed down and I'm happy again. And I want to have again. <laughs> okay, so this is what I'm saying, right? So this was 2000, I think it was 2018. And I was like, what the hell is going on? It's like a pattern. Mm. I'm like, I, I finally was like waking up to this pattern. And it got bad enough to the point that I went and went to my doctor, like booked an appointment with my family doctor to be like, I'm going crazy. Like my PMS is so bad and I can't ignore it anymore. Like I need help. And I, and I love my family doctor. She's a woman and I've been with her for over 15 years. Right. I trusted her. She's around the same age. She had kids, but her immediate um, solution for me was, she said, well, we could put you on antidepressants. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I was a nurse for a long, long, I was still a nurse at that time. And I've had, I'd had much, many experiences giving antidepressants to, to patients. I even worked in psych wards. Like I, I knew what this stuff was capable of doing to your brain. And maybe that's why I was like, no, Mm -hmm. that's not the route I want to go down. And then she said, okay, well, you can, I'll I'll refer you to an OB gynae and you can. And then I went to see an an OBGYN, very, very smart, awesome, older lady. But again, the solutions I was presented were just shocking at the lack of options, the lack of like holistic, um, really taking into account the person and the, the wholeness of the person. It was like, oh, you know, you, you, you poor thing. 
we can um, do a, an invasive surgical procedure. I forget what it was. I don't know. It was like it will will investigate or will take something out, something like that. Was it your um, uterus? Like, no, no, no. It wasn't. It was because I was having heavy, heavy bleeds, right? Mm-hmm. And she, the OBGYN was more so um, at trying to address that part of it, not the emotional side of it. There was actually zero addressing mm-hmm. of the emotional side of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a very Western medicine way of dealing. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, my long story short, there was just absolutely no. Um, solution that came out of that. Mm -hmm. And so continued to suffer for months. And I, I don't know exactly what it was. I think it may have been a, uh, oh, Google, Google, Googling. Like as I was getting to the point at like 3am Google typing the randomest string of things on Google, right? Like going crazy during PMS, think my life, like, like what the hell is this? Mm -hmm. And I went down this rabbit hole And it was just a phrase. I came across an article and came across a phrase that was what was a switch. And it said um, that during our PMS week, there's a veil of accommodation that lifts. Like what? What are they talking about? Really? I'm like, did this woman just really say that and write that down and put that out? And I can't even remember this article or what it was, but it was that phrase, a veil of accommodation yeah. that lifts. Yep. That makes sense. Right? Yep. <laughs> and um, so that led to the whole rabbit hole of podcasts and articles and reading, 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 finding books to read about the topic and just snowballed from there. So when I... Um, so that was the first thing that started the, what do you call it? I don't know, sequence of events. And then I had found this book uh, in 2020. And when I read the book, Wild Power, it was called Wild Power. That was really what opened the floodgates for me. And I knew right away I had like your calling calling to you, like my calling called. Yeah. And actually shouted. What's wild power about? What's that? What's wild power about? Okay, I'll show you because I I wanted to. I'm like, I'm going to download it. (laughs) I know. I just wrote it down. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the book. Discover the magic of your menstrual cycle. Ooh. Oh. So I'll I'll read you um, just if you would allow me just a couple of things. And this is the the vision to hold, a vision to hold. So it says, imagine a society in which the cycles of life are revered and respected as quiet orchestrators of our lives, instilling a deep reverence for the planet and everything on it. Imagine that the menstrual cycle is understood as the heartbeat of that great orchestration and most crucially honored as the sacred source of life for us humans. Imagine that knowledge of the full spectrum and power of the menstrual cycle is commonplace and all women feel the utter rightness of having this experience within them. Imagine a world in which the menstrual cycle is respected as a woman's spiritual practice and imagine girls growing up in this menstrual affirming world. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's the vision and that's the movement. And so 
how did I, how, how, how am I going to do this? I don't really exactly know yet, Barb, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, luckily there are pioneers already in the field. And so there is actually a cycle coach school. Wow. Yeah. So that's who I'm training with um, now. And hopefully I think it will really inform my approach and my, um, yeah, and coaching by the end of it. I love that because you said you were a nurse. I was a nurse. Yeah. So you do have the Western side of it all. And then, but you wanted to see it in a more holistic way. Yeah. Which is awesome. Cause you can merge the two. Mm-hmm. I can for sure. Um, I think I, there's so much, there's so much in that umbrella, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's the physical symptom side, which so many women suffer from. Mm-hmm. And while I am interested in that too, and I do read up a lot on that too, like I'm not going to be going down the path of being able to help really with that. Like I'm not going to be diagnosing or prescribing or any of that, but I feel like where I'm leaning towards is more of the emotional and spiritual side of um, unlocking the powers that menstrual cycle awareness can really um, uh, open up for, for a woman, for a menstruator. I love Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Cause I think it'll give a better understanding as women as to like, Mm -hmm. why, why do I want chocolate at three in the morning, the week before my period, you know, like, you know, like, or what you were saying before, why that shift, like when you just all of a sudden can't accommodate (laughs) anybody, (laughs) right? Like what is going on? Yeah. What is going on in my body emotionally? And maybe how, how can I be aware of it sooner and have an understanding? It's like therapy, but inside. (laughs) No, I love it. There's just, it's just so exciting because Mm -hmm. you're creating something that isn't at the forefront yet. That isn't super mainstream, but for women that have had their period, it'll just make so much sense. It'll be like, Oh my gosh, I need this. I want to learn about this. And then I'm even thinking to my daughters, it'll be such a great thing to be able to have a conversation with them and they can talk about things openly and honestly, because I never did that with my family. Yeah. 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 I know I got, I remember getting it in grade seven. I was sitting on the PE bench and then got my full period there. I just got up and I was like, oh my gosh, it's happening. And I think that was it. I I don't even know if I told my mom, I I went to my friends about it and just asked them, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My older sister taught me everything and I'm pretty sure her friends taught her. Yeah. Because it was so taboo, but okay. So I think about, and maybe crazy but I always think about the movie uh was it Carrie the, the, the Halloween movie that, yeah that horror movie because did anyone watch this she I got watched it a long time ago she got her period and her mom called her a sinner and locked her up in the closet no. and it, that kind of like mentality no. in you know in very Catholic Christian worlds where, you know, you got your period, or if you even watch like, um, uh, I can't even remember what the show is called. I, I want to say it's like Dickinson. I can't remember what show. Is I was it watching. like another negative but, reference? Yeah. And it was always just like, 
you know, if, if you have, like, they watch you to make sure you have your period and make sure that you're, yeah. And so it's just like, oh my God, this is so funny because you were, we were always so embarrassed about it. And then just the fact of leaking, which is so normal, (laughs) like we're so embarrassed about it. And like, how about let's not be, because it's so normal. Yes. Let's, let's how behind are we? We're so behind. Like, let's be comfortable with the idea that yeah, we have so much to like catch up on. Yeah, you could bleed and you could leak, and you know, so like, why did it become? Why did it go from being a source of power, which it is, to being mm-hmm. a source of shame? Mm-hmm. How did that happen? How did we? Well, I was gonna say, how did we let that happen? But we didn't have a choice. Yeah. Women didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. It was. It, it was, they, they did it through fear. But so now it's like, okay, that is so wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm the opposite of LJ. I have three boys, right? So my lens of it is like, I want to raise boys who, A, are not grossed out by it. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> uh but I want to go all the way to raising boys who respect it and who know how to care for their partners, mm. who understand what is going on if they are going to be with a woman, what's going on with their partner throughout the month. Because we are, I'm going to put this out there like 100%, we are different people phase to phase, week to week, we are different people. Mm -hmm. And then the emotional, spiritual side of that is there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to bring to the table. I think that's kind of where I'm leaning towards like the angle I'm going to, I really want to niche down on because that's what speaks to me the most. There's a reason for all of the different emotional turbulence that we go through month to month. Mm-hmm. And the reason for it is our menstrual cycle is this, mm-hmm. is this amazing um, blueprint that every menstruator, woman or not identifying as woman, menstruator, it's built in. It's built into us. Like, how amazing is that? Um, for all the physical reasons, like the most amazing body systems that is able to house a human and, re- and, and grow a human. Mm-hmm. But to the emotional and spiritual side, which is to, that's what grows us from mm-hmm. girl to woman, mm-hmm. to, to, to wise woman in mm-hmm. our menopausal years. Mm-hmm. The cycle is what grows us. So month to month, in and out of your cycle, phase to phase, it is refining you. If you're aware of it, if you're open to it, if you're working with it, it is refining you to come home to who you actually were really truly meant to be. And I know that sounds like, what in the hell is she talking about? No, I love it so much. (laughs) So much, yeah. But that's what it is. That's what it does. That's what it's able to do. And there's nothing else like it. I, I am like a self-help crazy person. Like I have been reading self-help books ever since I was, right, I don't know, that 20, 19. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a sucker for all that stuff. Like, I'm like, give me all of it. because <laughs> I want to learn about myself and I want to figure myself out. Mm-hmm. But there has been nothing else that I have read about that I have tried, that I have bought into that has had the impact that MCA has had on me because it's a sustainable practice. It's not like you do a course for six months or you read a book and you're done. It's inside you. So how can it doesn't end? That is so like awesomely beautiful. And I'm just excited even just hearing you talk about it. Do you have a plan? Do you have a plan of action? Are you going to do gatherings or a website? Yes. No, you aren't gathering. I already told her. <laughs> What's that? It's like you're coming to our gathering in October. Oh, I, I would be honored. And and I it's actually really funny because LJ, you're I just feel like it was so divinely like orchestrated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my plan is I'm doing my training. It's a six-month training, and I finish in September. Um, and then my plan is to launch like my, my coaching, I think it's, yeah, it's a coaching practice in the fall and a website at that time to support it. Um, I think I'm going to start with one-on-one coaching. Mm -hmm. And of course it's, I'm nowhere near fleshing out what that framework looks like or what that structure would look like. Mm -hmm. But I think I would also be doing like group coaching, like workshops. I would love to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and later on courses like that are specifically geared to maybe it's for teens. Yes. Yeah. Or it's for like your marriage. (laughs) Also. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Like 10 year old. And I think I told you Dana, when we saw each other, um, like that ripe old age of like 10, 11, you know, when they they're starting to get the hormones and they're starting to feel these feelings that you wouldn't, you didn't feel before. And it's like the beginning of that menstrual phase. And there's just so much of like, all of a sudden you're so much more self-aware and there is no place. So, and I realized this for my daughter where there was no place for her to be comfortable with herself and so I tried to create one, but I was like not emotionally capable to continue yeah, on. It makes me but, so sad. Yeah, but that I feel like there's things for teenagers, like, you know, 15, 16 year old girls, little retreats and stuff for them to. I didn't even know that. That's amazing. There is nothing. And I feel like it's such an important age, like 10, 11, 12, I feel like is like so foundational. So yeah. if you can teach girls at that age one, you know, like the feelings that you're starting to feel the self-awareness like this, because it's all of a sudden a major self-awareness of like, oh my Mm. God, I have a, I have a mustache. Oh my God. Like, Mm. like I'm starting to smell. Oh my God. Like why, why do I feel these feelings towards these situations where I did like, there's just a lot that happens inside the body, inside the mind at that age. And then like the fear of just what other people will think of them. And so I think it's so important to teach them that at that age and yeah. get it before they go into high school. Cause it's like sending them into a wolf pack blind mm-hmm. where people can be harsh or not, but for the most part, <laughs> pretty harsh. Right. And so I don't know. I think it would be so awesome if you. In the UK, they already have, I mean, they do like, I don't know if it's just 
uh, one woman, I'm, I'm not really sure, but I, I've seen it. They have celebration day for girls, a celebration day for girls where they hold like a circle for mothers to come with their teens, or if it's just for the teens, I can't remember, but I'm like, that is so beautiful. I do and that for my nieces. So significant and so impactful. And why don't we have that like all over? Yeah. Yeah. I do that for my nieces and oh, I go like so I've gone to my sister's house and I'm like oh my god let's celebrate and my girlfriends that have had kids yeah. whose daughters like the day their daughters get their period I'm the first person they call to tell <laughs> like, that's really I'm special like, oh, I'm, period. I'm like let's celebrate like how are you celebrating today oh, like, <laughs> that is really special because it's just I think that was the last thing that I wanted my girls to feel was like embarrassed or you know like just overly aware and ashamed of of the possibility of even just like staining your bed like straight up that's normal like mm-hmm. it happens it happens to me still like there are just some days where I'm like well well, well gotta clean my sheets again like you know what it is too just listening you uh hearing you talk about it, I'm just like it was breaking I'm like oh my god like I'm not gonna want to I'm not gonna know how to how to answer that or how to solve that but I think what you're what I'm hearing you say and I and I hundred percent agree is it's even just the, just a safe space, Mm. a safe space to gather with not just your mom and your cousins, but with women, a group of us who are going through the same experiences. And there's so much power in that. Mm -hmm. There was something that you had said earlier. I can't like along the lines of like, like the emotional understanding of when you're, I guess, when you understand it spiritually and mentally, you know, it's like a whole holistic practice. And it's funny that you were saying that because I think when I, I'm in a really mentally healthy space right now, and Mm -hmm. I am probably the most secure with myself that I've ever been in my entire life. Me too. Only now is my period normal. Hmm. Isn't that funny? Only now can I actually like, has it been a, a regular cycle and I'm not like overly like excessively bleeding and like, you know, like when I'm in a healthy mental state, I find that my period comes exactly when I, when I think it's going to come and I know the day it's going to be there. And then it lasts, like it only lasts a couple of days and it's not extremely heavy and it's completely controllable. But when I'm stressed, it's heavy. Or if I'm emotionally. Yeah. And it's crazy that you said that because I'm like thinking back and I'm like, I'm in a healthy place. And this is why my period is so controllable. Like it's so easy to manage. Yeah. But so much uh, of my life, it's been insane. Like, like, you know. Well, in the, in the mind, body, what is it? Mind, body, like that, that field awareness, mind, body yeah. awareness, like in that field, they, they all like, that's a very big um, common knowledge thing, right? Like trauma is stored in the body. Yes. Right. Our emotions are stored in our bodies if we're not processing them. Mm-hmm. And I do, this is just my personal in my very personal belief. Like I, a lot of our period problems and our menstrual problems, I think there is some, there it's rooted in unprocessed emotions and unprocessed trauma. Yeah. It has to find a way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Right. I'm getting goosebumps because honestly you were talking and then I was just thinking back to how my period is. And I'm like, Oh my God. And so often we're just so, um, and again, this is where that framework really, really helps because so often we're just so confused and so lost. Mm -hmm. And why am I feeling like this? Why am I thinking like this? What's wrong with me? And to not have a way to understand it. And that's what menstrual cycle awareness offers. It's not, it's not, it doesn't give you the answers. It gives you the key to the temple of yourself to get, go home, Mm -hmm. to know what is inside me and what, what do I need to, you know, all of these thoughts and all of these feelings, what is it actually trying to tell me? Cause it's trying to tell you something, trust me. It's, they're not crazy thoughts. Mm -hmm. They are actually very, very, um, wise it comes from the deepest part of you and the wisest part of you those thoughts that come the reason why they're coming at that time is because it's because that's when that right like in conjunction with the beautiful hormones and the physiological things that are happening that's it's it's opening up that spiritual side that's allowing you to see that when you're not you don't see that in your the first half of your cycle in your pre-ovulation because our happy hormones are our estrogen is surging. And so we're just like, nothing can phase you. You're just happy. You're happy to do everything for everybody. You give so many shits, right? Like, and then on the other half of your cycle, you give zero fucks. I'm like, I can give zero fucks about what any of you need. Yeah. Yeah. First half of your cycle, you're like, oh my God, let me take care of you. I want to see everybody. I want (laughs) to... I have the second half right now. <laughs> oh, the second half. It's like, oh my God, get the fuck out of my face. Like I can't because yeah. I need space. The reason for that is because, right, that's our cycle trying to sustain us. Mm-hmm. You can't go at one speed all month long. You can't be the giving, social, working, productive superwoman 24-7, 365. You can't. Mm-hmm. And we try to be. Yes. Yeah. And then we run into problems, mm-hmm. a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah. So blow out, blow up, blow ups, blowouts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's what, that's what it's um, on the practical side of things. That's how it can be really, really helpful. Um, yeah. Okay. Sign me up. Okay. <laughs> what am I signing you up for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> E newsletter, a chorus, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gosh. I just know that how much it's helped me. And I was a person that needed a lot of help in that department. Like <laughs> but I think I think it's gonna be so relatable for women, yeah. women who have periods, maybe who are like ending who have kids, especially because there's just so many more additional hormones. It's and honestly, even for the young kids that like, let them have that self aware, like that awareness and like that understanding so young that could you imagine how much I just worry that like, I feel like would they like, how, how could it be at a level that they could understand it, you know, because like a lot of this is just so like, I don't know. For parents, for parents whose kids are going to start going through this and like a, a way, like, honestly, when my daughter was, my oldest daughter was like 10, 
and I knew she was starting to go through the phase, I was just looking for something either for myself and her together, for her herself, or for my for me to learn so that I could guide her. Mm. And, and then there was mm. that. <laughs> Like, and also too, I want to say like, cause I, f- I feel like the three of us are kind of around the same age mm-hmm. for me, it's a little bit selfish, but I'm like, I am going to be entering that perimenopausal time of my life, probably mm-hmm. in the next few years. Right. And I'm like, I do not want to go into this blind. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I refuse to buy into the narrative of like, once a woman goes into perimenopause and menopause that we're just crazy bitches. Like, I mean, they already say that about us anyway, but like, I don't want to buy into the narrative of like, Oh, that's just a flower past its prime. <laughs> no, like, I call BS on that. No, thank you. Oh my God. It's I, just I re- so funny. I joke around with parents at the school now. I refuse. I pick up the kids. I'm in shorts and they're like, are you not cold? I'm like, no, I think I'm pre-menopausal or something <laughs> because I'm just hot all the time now. And we have a laugh about it, but really. <laughs> we have a laugh about it, but really. It's happening. <laughs> and but really, what what does when you say that, what feelings does it stir up? What do people think when you when they think of a perimenopausal woman? <laughs> I, I do they think do they think positive things or do they think negative things? I think that's why we laugh because we just know it's all negative. <laughs> exactly. Like BS. I don't want it. I'm not here for that. Yeah. I know. Like, Can you... I. It's no. funny because <laughs> it is a, such a negative, like it's it's such a negative connotation. Menopause is a negative undertone. Like you've dried up. You're done. Your time's you're done. Over. Yeah. Past your prime. Yeah. No, thanks. No, no. <laughs> um, I think there's so much more that we bring to the table at that time. Mm. And so I want to help shift that somehow. I don't know how yet. So don't ask. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm already thinking LJ to our gathering. <laughs> I'm like, we should have you up there and <laughs> we can ask questions. Just yeah. so the conversation is flowing. Yeah. So Take tell me about what is the, ga- like what it, have you done it before already? The mm-hmm. retreat? Yes. Yeah. Not, not to the extent, the size extent that me and Barb are going in together. This for. is very cool. Barb has a lot of experience in gathering amazing, uh-huh. like a ton of experience. So so yeah, I need, I need some of that because like, I would love to be able to like, like full moon circles, new moon circles like that. It's like that speaking my language. Like I just want to be able to gather women and have that safe space to. Yeah. Connect. I, I feel like it, it grows differently and I love it each year because it started a few years ago with a retreat women, like I'd have a speaker, we'd do a little exercise, and then we'd eat. It was just a time for us to get together. And originally, it was created for moms, because I feel like I wanted to give them a space to disconnect from their everyday and from the kids where it's just for them. Yeah. And then it grew into a space for women, 
because not everybody has kids, not everybody can have kids or wants to have kids. And there's mm -hmm. so many great women out there. So it kind of opened up a bit more. And I find we've just met so many great people because LJ is usually a vendor at it. And it kind of just keeps growing into we get to meet more women who own businesses or women in fitness, women going through some sort of a transition who just had a baby who has teenagers. Yeah. So it's but it's such a beautiful space because the women that do come to these type of things, they're interested as well. Yeah. Right. So like, just You're so not pushing anything on them. They're the ones yeah. seeking you out. Yeah. So it's so great. The women we get to meet in these types. Of so Why have I never heard of it? Like I would have been there. <laughs> I don't know. Far away. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, yeah. It's like, I, I find every year we get to meet more yeah. people and more people that are into it or that's totally their jam. So it's, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. Super cool. So you are hosting one in the fall. Yes. We're thinking early October, mm -hmm. maybe late September. Yeah. We're looking for a venue that will allow us to accommodate this. That isn't charging an arm and a leg. So is it like a multi-day retreat then? Just, no. just um, not even a full day, just a few mm -hmm. handful of hours together. Okay. You know, everybody has things to do, but yeah. I mean, eventually. Yeah. Slowly I know. Building it out. Yeah. Definitely. If you're ready and want to. Oh, I would, I would love to. I mean, ready or not, I'd love to. I'd love to be there. I think your passion for, for this job. and like from your own personal experience, I love that you keep bringing it up and how open and honest you are about, you know, your personal experience. Cause then it's like, Oh, I'm not the only one that bled out every month, you know? Oh, I'm not the only one that's like, seriously, I want to kill everyone that's in my path. <laughs> Right. So it's nice to hear. And we all know it. Like we all know we get to a place. But then also to that understanding of like once you are at an emo more emotionally healthy space, how much more you can enjoy and understand your actual cycle. Right. Like it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, it is. It's so interesting. Right. Yeah. Like it <laughs> is. Who else wants to talk about this with me? Because it's your. I'm not about it. It's your own body. And so it's like, oh, like, what else can this body do? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, I'm still learning something new till this day, 40 years later. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, even my husband, my husband has become like the, my biggest, like, um, he's like, he's like, he's like, I can sell this to guys, you know, <laughs> it's just like, because it's, he has seen how much positive impact it has had on our marriage yeah I love that yeah so are you going to be sharing anything along the way I, I I'm trying to yes so I did start an Instagram page I'm like oh I've had such a love-hate relationship with social media like we all do right um but I I do want to because I want to I don't want to I don't want to wait to share stuff. Right. But I also, I'm not uh, savvy on like, how do you plan your content? Blah, blah. It takes so much time. Like who has time for this stuff? Um, 
but I do want to, and I, and just to build community too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, I did start an Instagram page. I'm, and it's so cool because I like, uh, I called it Mayari. Mayari is the, the Philippine goddess of the moon. Mm-hmm. And I just love the symbolism of that. Uh, yeah. That is so beautiful. Powerful and feminine and woohoo. <laughs> and woo-hoo. That's <laughs> right. my jam. I'm already like, we can do a sound bath together. Oh, oh yes. We can, oh, you know? Yes. Yeah. Very and there's so much more to it. Like that's what it's like, like the, the course I'm taking right now, like even I'm just being blown away. Like we've barely begun. It's a really soft start. Um, but already we've had two uh, group calls and we've done like a womb journey, so which even for me was like, okay, this is really, I'm going to be open to it. Okay. Um, and then we did a Menarche journey. Menarche is the term for your first bleed. Oh, wow. I I think you pronounce it as either Menarche or Menarche, but that was particularly powerful for me because I, uh, I feel like I can't help but bring in this other part. Like I, um, I kind of suffered like, you know, my like little, little traumas, lowercase T, not capital T traumas in my younger years and um had a really difficult like relationship with my mom and so my my monarch years the years surrounding that first bleed and I immigrated at that time that exact time from the Philippines to Canada like so I became a teenager I started bleeding I moved halfway across the globe and then I had a mother who was emotionally unavailable perfect storm Mm -hmm. uh so when I did the journey the Menarche journey it was a guided uh, visualization it was an embodiment journey and a meditation that she did for us where we actually got to meet I got to meet her and as woo as it sounds bear with me like it it was so powerful so incredibly powerful and so healing. Mm-hmm. And then I came out of that call thinking, what the hell does this have to do with periods and my cycle? Like who would have ever thought that it goes even that much deeper? Mm-hmm. So I think the work, the cycle coach work, while it will begin at the surface of periods and your cycle, there's so much depth, much mm-hmm. more depth to that. And, uh, yeah. But that goes back to saying like how we carry so much trauma in our bodies and we don't even, and then from what I've heard, it's like, not just our own, it's ancestral trauma. I believe it. Right. And then, and imagine like to release all that. There's so much healing. There's so much healing that can happen in this work. Yeah. And we're not even talking about pills or surgery or so how, like that is what blows my mind. It's like, there's a need for this because mm-hmm. I've experienced so much healing from it mm-hmm. and it wasn't even from a doctor or somebody with a lot of like letters after their name. Right. <laughs> so. 
LLT. The what is it? MD. So I I believe in it personally and so much so deeply and I yeah I think I'm just hoping that I can deliver that like my intention for the work that I can deliver that for others that would be the like the greatest like honor mm-hmm. yeah that's so nice I'm excited for you I think I, it, yeah, I'm just in yeah. awe I love it I'm so excited yes god you guys yes. here in silence because I'm like so for the gathering, how are we? Because <laughs> it's so beautiful. I love it so much. It makes sense. It's so interconnected. The mm. gatherings are specifically for women. So they'll just get it. They'll connect to it, like authentically. Mm. Especially what's going on with the states right now and like how their rights are being taken away from them as women. So I'm like, oh, how perfect that like, you know. I, I just- think we, re- we women really, really, really are craving these conversations Mm -hmm. and these spaces, Mm -hmm. but it's, they're hard to find, Mm -hmm. right? They're really hard to find because we're finding each other. We're slowly kind of slowly. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, and I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but like, do you find, have you found in your journey of going through this and figuring out, you know, the connection within your own body, um like has it opened up how was your husband before was he like so like and eh, like you're you know like was he like okay <laughs> that's cool surprisingly no he was always very I think I talked his ear off in the beginning yeah. like to the point where he was like okay babe I've reached my capacity for menstrual cycle like talk because I just had no one else to talk to about it but I was just so blown up by this new information and this new knowledge. But um, he's like, he's a typical guy, right? And it's not their fault that they're just so like, ew, period. Yeah. But but see, like now I'm curious to know (laughs) if we like start really discovering ourselves, if like this ends up being like a worldwide thing where we start really to tune into our bodies. And like, that's like the new example. I'm like, I wonder what that would do for men. That is the vision to hold. Yes. Right. And like, maybe they'd start to realize, oh, there's more to it than just surface level. And like, there's more, I don't know. I think it's going going off into like becoming part of the conversation. I mean, I saw Trevor Noah when he did stand up comedy. And it was funny because he actually brought up the menstrual monthly menstrual cycle. And basically he was just like, if a man had this instead of a woman, we would have one week off of work. (laughs) We would get all the sick time we need. We would have all the support we needed. But when women have it, we're like, okay, you're good. Just come to work. You're fine. Just show up. You can do it. So true. And it was honestly, but it was was real. It's exactly like the choice of what, like abortion or not, like, you know, like, who are you to decide whether or not a woman can have have that? And like, who are you to decide? And that's just so insane that that's like, this is even a topic of conversation, or this is even something that's happening. And like, and maybe if they were just a little bit more in tune with what happens in the body, or like, Mm -hmm. you know, if it wasn't so like, oh, my God, don't talk about that. That's 
those are private matters you don't talk about. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think slowly, 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 like there's more and more things like, I think we're just, it, <laughs> here's the, the, the idea of planting a meme, right? Planting the menstrual meme. So wherever you can in any opportunity you get, just plant the meme. And that I've been doing that for two and a half years with everybody. I must have like 200 plants by now. Like all of these, like, because I would just be like, um, with a group of friends, I can't meet that, that week because I'll be bleeding soon. And I just know that my energy won't be there. And I, I'll say that. And then I'll go (laughs) and wait for the reaction Step back. And you're like, Like, did she just say that she's going (laughs) to bleed soon and therefore she can't yeah, I did just say that. So sit with it. <laughs> you know, because it's so true. Like, we're not in the right mental state at that phase. And like, we just, we want to fight. Based, well, I, I want to just pick an argument with everybody or like, yeah, pick it and everything that everyone's doing wrong and forget about anything that yeah. they're doing right. <laughs> anything, like just to be able to say out loud, I'm bleeding right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm don't feel like, like don't want to yeah I yeah. like that you look at it as planting the seeds too because you're gonna see it grow later plant on the seed right plant the seed and then you you don't just don't know how that's gonna land for that person maybe they've been feeling whatever too and then hearing you say that is like oh it's almost like oh we're allowed to say that like yeah yeah like what did she say that she's gonna just nap today because she's on her period like, that's okay. We definitely don't allow ourselves that, I feel. And that's, again, where, where um, men, like, I love, like, my husband will say, well, he'll be, he'll be the one to remind me. Say, aren't you on your period? Shouldn't you be taking uh-huh. it easy? Like, when, 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 I'm, when I'm forgetting and I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm getting so overwhelmed. And he's like, but he goes, you're on your, he's like, you should be resting. I'm like, yes, I should be. Why am I not resting? Mm-hmm. But just to have him see that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The little changes, all the little changes yes. that are happening. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you can start doing like, <laughs> well, I don't think my husband would ever come, but I'm like, couple. <laughs> you know what it is? I'll, I'll, I'll reel them in with like the promise of you'll get more sex. just kidding it is true oh my god you know it's so funny this is my pattern I will because I can clearly see it now I'm angry I hate him everything he does is wrong I have my period and then I just want to like get it on with him all the time so it's such a like fast shift because he's like didn't you hate him last week I'm like I know I did but it's it's over now so (laughs) But Barb, when you think about that, and then you look at if you follow a period app, and then when you're the most fertile is usually the week right after. Yep. And then you're like, like just so very clear. It's Isn't like, that funny? Because then that's how your body, like you're fucking horny now because you yeah. like, it's like baby it's to have a baby now. Like, exactly. Yes. Yes. That's right. There's only like a week and a half where I'm like, I'm so, so just like, just imagine, right. The impact or the, 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 I don't know what can come of that with men knowing that about the rides. Yeah. Oh, 
okay, I'll get my time. I'll get my, you know, action, but I just have to give her space right now. Yeah. You know, I learned so much in what the 45 minutes that we've spoken about myself. And I'm like, oh my God, like it was like an aha moment for aha moments. Yeah. That just makes me feel so good. Like, thank you. I, that's great. I think honestly, I think you are, and I've said this when when you first mentioned it at the studio, like I think this will do really, really well. Aww. And I think you are hitting a time where we as women just really, really want to be heard and really want to have that community and have um, a stronger understanding of who we are as people and especially coming out of the pandemic, right? Like a lot of us have, refocused where we're putting our energy to and we want to really the sense of like live our best lives but you know but it's true like yeah yeah it's like well you, you know the world could stop at any moment you could lose somebody at any yeah. second you know like your life can change like that so how how do you really like how are you going to really mm-hmm. focus your life? it's so true so. I think yeah collectively we feel that way yeah, so I think this is such a perfect time for you uh, to be starting something like that. This. Yeah, it's that way. It's such a need, and it's such a I want to say, and and maybe it's just because I, you know, when you you put out the energy and you receive that energy, and maybe that's the energy I'm bringing is like people like you, people like Barb, like and me and Barb, like a lot of the people that that we've connected with and well maybe that's what it is but I don't care you, had you had you told what, Barb like the story of how I we kind of even reconnected uh did I I can't remember did I feel like you did yeah you did a little bit and it, it was just because I was telling my brother I was telling my brother this story yesterday when I was he's in Ontario but I was t- telling him about this and mm-hmm. he, he's my one my two brothers are my best friends. Like I don't have sisters. So my one brother who's out in Ontario, he's gay. He lives with his partner, but they are just like the best. Like I love them to pieces. And then my other brother lives in California with his wife. And so I was, you know, anytime I had like big news, like they're typically one of the first people I share it with. So last yesterday I was on a call with them and I was like, Oh, I almost forgot to tell you, like, this is so exciting. So I had told him about the podcast and, um, he's always been like so supportive of the whole menstrual cycle work that I've been telling him about that I want to do. Yeah. And, uh, oh my God, I completely just lost my train of thought. Holy crap. Completely just lost it. Oh, sorry. I was telling him, he's like, well, how did you, um, how did you connect? And I was, I was like, well, I'm like, it's really funny. Like I knew LJ in high school, I'm like, and then I think I found Dalaga on Instagram probably a year ago and and you had a laugh about it because I I read all of her captions and like I just obviously I'm starting this business as it's going to be a very heart-centered heart-led business and that's what I that's what resonated with me with your business and the values that leapt off the page from your captions your values were really obvious and what you stood for Mm -hmm. and I just was like 
I, she's like steeped in spar for me, but I was like, <laughs> I am going to go and, and see her because I just felt this pull that I needed to connect. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me reach out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so my brother kind of put those two together and he goes, that is so interesting that her business values reached out to you. And that's why you reached out for the connection. And now this is happening. And he's like, isn't that so funny? I'm like, I know it is like, really? Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Divine timing. It is right. Because you said this and I was like, oh my God, like (laughs) this is right up our alley. Like mine and Bird's alley. Yeah. We love this shit. And And like, honestly, as a mom who raises only only daughters like I you know I'm like this is so important because I don't want them to have to go through I mean they're gonna go through their emotional trauma but like how beautiful would it be if they had a parent that they could come to who had an understanding yeah right and so when they are going through their emotional trauma then it's like okay let's, you know, it's not, it's not just you. It's not, you're not crazy. There are yeah. reasons behind why you're so emotional. And yes, right. There are reasons why you're in such a heavy flow this month, but you weren't last month. Like that's so insane. Well, I'm like, Oh my God, like my come to mo- like come to Jesus moment was like right now when you're, when you're talking and I was like, Oh, my period come to Jesus. Now. <laughs> yeah, like my period is so normal right now, and like so manageable. And my whole life, I suffered from like extreme heavy flow, where a super super pad or tampon or pad, whatever, I would leak through in an hour. And I was like, this is not normal. Mm-hmm. Heaven forbid I actually go to a doctor because because <laughs> I'm like, no, they're gonna they're gonna tell you to do like take a pill or you know or yeah you're like yeah that's you're just hormonal and like fuck you like why <laughs> so why yeah why? and why mm-hmm. anyways thank you yes, yes i love this that was amazing yeah. it was so great to meet you and chat and pick your brain and thank you for sharing yeah. your journey it's very exciting i want to thank follow you. along what's that oh I thank you along. yeah yeah um thank you for listening for the time and for the opportunity to get the word out about it. We're planting more seeds. Yeah. 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 Planting more seeds. I think we all, we all need, we all need it. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Especially not that I want to, okay. I know we're going to be leaving the call, but especially to, to bring into the whole thing, um, representation. That's a big thing too, because this space so far is primarily white, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why that is. That's what LJ and I talk about all the time. All, yeah. Any wellness, like I any think, I think, well, I, I shouldn't say, I don't know why that is. Well, one of one, first of all, because of majority, they just more numbers, right? There's more, there's more white people. So then there's more. <laughs> also, um, um, uh, what is it? Like eco- economic mm. status and, and you're right. Yeah. Privilege. So, for me, it's like, if I would, when I was going through this as a teen and as a young woman, if I had seen someone who looked like me talking about this, like I would have been what, like mind blown, like, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also as a minority, we are 
and like ancestrally ingrained to just like hush like we don't cause a scene don't talk don't like so there's that other layer to it yeah and I so think I, think, I think really only our generation and beyond is actually mm-hmm. strong enough to be like no I I don't want to be like for me I, I don't want to be that silent agent I don't want to just let things slide so I don't cause a scene mm-hmm. like I'm not this is not okay for me yeah right and so but I really do think it's starting at our level, mm-hmm. like our parents. I think you're right, yeah. And hopefully our parents are the last yeah. generation to be like, don't yeah. cause a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's up to us, right? And we have mm-hmm. to keep mm-hmm. carrying that torch. And planting the seeds. Yeah, yeah. planting the seeds. Planting planting seeds. Yeah, everywhere. All right. Thank, Thank you so much, Dana. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for making the time to learn with us today. We had a lot of aha moments and hope you did too. To learn more about Dana and all she's offering, head to her Instagram at M-A-Y-A-R-I-M-E-N-S-T-R-U-A-L. And to get in contact with us, check out cu-nexttuesday.com. That's the letter C U hyphen. N-E-X-T-T-U-E-S-D-A-Y.com. We love connecting with you inspiring souls and connecting us all together. Till then, we'll see you next Tuesday.